Praise the Lord. Welcome to this uh, episode of Kingdom Cast. We thank you for tuning in to us. We're going to um, continue to on part three of this uh, series called Kingdom Perception. Um, and we're going to go uh, back to our foundation kind of definition um, of what perception is. It's the ability to hear or become aware of something through the senses. And um, a lot of it which I didn't go into um, depth, which I'm going to go kind of into depth in part three. We're going to go a little bit further and expound a little bit um, deeper and give you some insights, um, some understanding, and also give you some some guides that's going to help you um, along the way and, and helping you to um, start changing your perception and start giving you some information and reasons why that um, your perception um could be cloudy or what God may be trying to get your attention in some areas of your life. And if there are some areas, what steps you need to help you get um, uh, better and grow more in your walk with God and more in your relationship with God. Um, so once you understand, um, if you haven't uh, listened to uh part one or part two, I would suggest you go back and really listen to them because the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And to go back and really hear um, those messages um, over and over to get a better understanding and a deeper revelation um, about what God is really saying. Because as I stated before, and um, part one is that we must start to understand and change our perception in this time that we live in because, you know, Jesus is soon to come and we must see that the kingdom of heaven is at hand and the kingdom is coming back. And the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, which is Jesus, is coming back for his bride. And he's coming back for a church without a spot, wrinkle or blemish, um, according to what the Bible says, and that we must be ready. But in order for us to see Jesus coming we have to start changing our perception. You know, the Bible says that we ought to come out from the world and be ye separate, saith the Lord. You know, and in order for you to do that, you have to start changing your perception and changing the way um, God wants you to see things. And God loves you and God loves us, you and loves us so much that he wants us to start seeing the way um, of the kingdom. Because, you know, Jesus came to preach the gospel of the kingdom, you know. He didn't come to preach the gospel of the church. He came to pre preach the gospel of the kingdom. So we must now start to start to conform our mindset, our thoughts, and our um, habits and what we do to the ways of the kingdom. Because once you become born again, you become an ambassador. So when you are an ambassador, as I stated in um, part one, is that you are of a royal priesthood. So when you're an ambassador, you don't conduct or, or hang. Um, handle yourself in such a way where it's 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 not conducive of the kingdom to which you come from. So and that's where um, God wants us to be aware. And and that only comes through the truth of his word, having the Holy Spirit. And I would suggest that people just get saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and ask God, you know, to fill you with the Holy Spirit. So you become aware of what's going on so that you see things that you did not see before, because 
what is going on right now is unless you have the Holy Spirit, you will not see what is going on. As I stated in part one, you know, you won't see um, what is going on, the mass deception and illusion that's going on right now because the Antichrist is being set up right now, even as we speak, you know, and and the things that they're setting up with with the government and the things that they're setting up with everything is all set up for um, this final move um, that is going to come against the church. Make no mistake about what you see. Because what you see is not, you know, just this is normal, where this is a social, you know, um, racism issue. This is not. This, this is truly not. It is a act, active thinking to stand and come against the church of Jesus Christ. And, and right now we have so many different movements and factions and everything else. But just to reiterate what I was saying before, listen to part one. Go back and listen to that. Um, and get the scriptures because in that in that first message I did leave a lot of notes and some information that you can go back and go over um and take your time and go over so you can get the word on the inside of of you and learn what you need to do and and we got to examine ourselves and change the way we see stuff now as children of God again and even as a newborn baby if you're new to to God and you're just being saved and you're just learning about God you know, this is the great time to really get a deeper understanding of what's going on around you um, and what's being done and what's what's transitioning to happen in, in the return of Jesus Christ coming back. And one of the things I will say is that even as I began, when I first got saved, I didn't know a whole lot. I didn't know a whole lot about the Bible. I didn't know what it was um, to be saved and I didn't know what it was to be a Christian. So on this journey, I had to learn and ask and seek and pray um, to God um, what it is that I needed to know about him. And I think one of the first scriptures that I read was I read about Noah and I didn't understand what the rainbow meant and what it all um, meant. And I was like, oh, wow, I found the rainbow in the Bible, you know, but I didn't really understand was, you know, the represent the rainbow represented that God was going to come back um, the next time he cleansed the, the earth with water, but now he's going to come back and purify the earth with fire. So that's what the rainbow represents was also God's covenant between him and man that when he made that, he was telling Noah that, you know, in that rainbow was a stab, was a covenant that he had between um, us and him. And that when he comes back this time, he's not coming back, you know, to cleanse the earth with water. He's coming back to, to purify the earth with fire. So that is what the rainbow it represents. And a lot of times the rainbow has been misrepresented and it doesn't, it doesn't mean something nice. It's coming back means it represents God's judgment that is coming back on this earth be, um, when Christ comes. So it is, it is not something that people can use for um, um, just, the LGBT or they can use it for their um, their activists, you know, without no understanding because you need to have understanding of God's word. And that's where it comes in perception, because if you're not saved and you're not born again, you will not understand the things of God and what God is trying to say and what is trying God is trying to lead um, his people and leading people towards it, which is him in heaven 
because a lot of times people look at God and they see God from blinded eyes. And that's only because the um, enemy, the devil, has blinded people's minds to this word and to God's gospel that it might be hid um, to them that believe not. So then and that's what it is, is that this great deception that's going on right now, even in America, is that as a born again believer and as a child of God, I encourage you, please don't get caught up in what is going on right now. Stay in your word. Stay close to God and ask God to continuously reveal to you what's going on, because you're going to have to stand and make a choice. Because once you now open your eyes to what is going on, you cannot unchange it or not act as if it doesn't exist. So what it is is that we must become aware of what's going on. We must become aware of what is happening because what is going on right now is very demonic. And what is going on right now, it is not something where we get caught into it as the world. We must now become aware through the senses of the Holy Spirit and know that God wants us to become sharpened. And we only become sharpened when we spend time with God, we read God's word, and we're led by the spirit of God, not by our flesh, because our flesh could get caught up in, you know, everything else that's going on right now. And like I was saying um, before, is that you must ask God to save you, fill you with this Holy Spirit, because you cannot get through this walk without the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. I do not care what anybody tries to tell people any other way that you don't need the Holy Ghost, what the Holy Ghost was, um, you know, it's old, nobody, you know, it doesn't say you need it. No, you need the Holy Spirit because, you know, that's what's going to help you because the Bible says in the, in the Gospel of John, he said he'll lead you and guide you into all truths and show you things to come. And Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. That's why he sent the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, to help you in this life. He is the, he is the navigator and the guide. And he's going to help you be able to see, hear, and become av aware of what's going on. Because a lot of people don't want to lean on the Holy Spirit. They don't want to draw closer to God. They don't want to come closer to God to be able to hear and see what God is saying. But the only way you see and hear what God is saying is the Bible says, Come out from the world and be ye separate. Say, if the Lord touch not, taste not the unclean thing. So that in itself what is what God wants us to do. But because we touch and we taste and we want to have a taste of the world, that is why your senses is cloudy. That's why most people cannot hear and they cannot see what God is saying. And God is saying a whole lot. But unless you have your senses aware and you're in tune with God voice and hearing what God is saying through, through discernment, the ability to be able to, to understand what God is showing you by his Holy Spirit, you will not know you will be in darkness following the masses and what is going on right now because there's so many people and a lot of people are being deceived right now through witchcraft right now that's why witchcraft is prevalent in america right now and it is seducing so many people so subtly that it's not even it's not even um funny it's very real and what is going on in america is that people are blinded but they don't see but if you do see and you see what's going on, come to God. If you do see and know what's going on, ask somebody, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be filled with the Holy Ghost? What must I do? What is going on? You know, and Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father except for by me. 
you know, and Jesus is the truth and he will reveal the truth to you about what is going on. Because there are many women of God out here that are preaching God's word, that are giving people real understanding, real revelation and the truth of what is going on in today. So as I encourage you today as a newborn babe and I encourage you as a um, someone who has been in God or someone who is straddling the fence or going, you know, you're wavering in your walk. It is not the time for you to waver. It is not the time for you to draw back. And it is not the time for you to feel like you just want to take a little dip out and into the world and 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 do what you feel like you want to do. But Jesus is soon to come again, as I stated before. If you are not aware of what's going on through the truth of God's word and the spirit of God, you will be deceived in this last day and hour of what's going on. Because, you know, yet, yet, as I stated before, yet we walk around and we have masks, but the real cover up is not is not in is not in not in what the things that's going on. They're covering up stuff. OK, yeah, do we got the virus going on? We got social injustice going on and we got politics going on right now but the real thing is what they're really covering up behind all of this stuff that's going on and that is set up for the antichrist the mark of the beast and that is what is coming and was what god is trying to get people to hear and see what is to come and we must understand that unless you draw closer to god and he'll draw closer to you 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 know you won't be able to see without that. So we want to understand and, and, and understand some things. And, and I want to share some stuff with you out of um, the Bible. And I want to share something with you out of Mark chapter um, 7. And we're going to start at verse um, number 1. And, and this kind of story goes into the traditions of the Pharisees. And they had a lot of stuff going on during Jesus' day. And, uh, um, and, and these guys, the uh, Pharisees and the scribes, they, they were... Um, men of the, they knew the, the, the old Testament, but, um, they were kind of like not, not really, they were stuck and set in their own ways and, and they could not really see a whole lot of what was going on and they really didn't want to see. So let's, I'm going to go into this scripture and, and explain to you why I, I, why I took this scripture, um, cause it's very important in this passage that so that people can understand some more things. So it's now that now the Pharisees and some of the scribes came from Jerusalem and gathered around him. And they had seen some of his disciples ate their bread and certain emotionally, certainly impure hands that is unwashed and defiled, according to the Jews, the Jewish religious ritual. For the Pharisees and all of the Jews do not eat unless they carefully wash their hands holding firmly to the traditions of the elders. And when they came from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they cleanse themselves completely and according to the ritual. And there are many things, orally uh, man-made laws and tradition handed down to them, which they follow diligently, such as the washing of cups, pitchers, and copper utensils. So the Pharisees and the scribes asking Jesus, why do your disciples not live their lives according to the traditions of the elders but instead eat their their bread with ceremonially unwashed hands and and he replied rightly did isaiah prophesied about you hypocrites play actors and pretenders as it is written in scripture 
These people honor me with their lips, but yet their heart is far from me, and they worship me in vain. Their worship is meaningless, worthless, pretense, teaching the precepts of men as doctrine, giving their traditions equal weight with Scripture. You disregard and, and neglect the commandments of God and clinging faithfully to the traditions of men. He also, he was saying also to them, you are experts at setting aside and nullifying the commandment of God in order to keep your man-made traditions and, and regulations. But Moses said, honor thy father and thy mother with respect and gratitude. He who speaks evil of his father or mother must be put to death. But you Pharisees and scribes say, if a man tells his father or mother, whatever I ha that would have helped you is Corbin. That is to say, already a gift of God. Then you no longer let him do anything for his father and mother, since helping them would violate the vow of Corbin. So you nullify the authority of the word of God, act as if it did not apply because of your traditions, which you have handed down. Though the elders and you do many things such as that. After he called the people to him again, he began saying to them, listen very carefully to me, all of you who hear and understand what I'm saying. There's nothing outside of a man such as food, which by going into him can defile him morally or spiritually. But these things which come out of the heart, a man are what defiles him and on and defiles him and dishonors him. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. So when Jesus had left the crowd, going into the house, his disciples asked him about the parable. And he said to them, are you too so foolish, lacking understanding? Do you not understand that whatever goes into a man from outside cannot defile and dishonor him? Since it does not enter into his heart, but only his stomach. And from there, it is eliminated. By this, he declares all foolish, all, fool, all foods ceremony clean. I'm sorry. And he said, whatever goes from the heart of a man, that is what defiles and dishonors him. For within, that is, out of the heart of men comes basin, malevolent thoughts, schemes, acts of sexual immorality, thieves, murderers, adulterers, acts of greed and covetousness, wickedness, deceitful, unrestrained conduct, envy and jealousy, slander, profanity, arrogance and self-righteousness and foolishness, poor judgment. All these things and schemes and desires come from within and dishonor the man. I'm reading that chapter from verse 1 to verse 23, Mark chapter 7. Verses 1 to uh, 23, I'm read, I read that whole translation. You can read in the Amplified Version of the Bible, which I was reading out of. So what Jesus was trying to help them understand is that for the Jews, they thought being unclean was on the outside. And he was really talking about how them, as their food was calling them, was, was defiling. What defiled the man is having unclean hands externally. And what Jesus was um, trying to explain to them is that their perception was so wrong. The way they saw stuff, their perception was so blind because what they saw stuff, they saw stuff on the external and not the internal. Because sometimes you can see stuff externally but not really see the internal stuff. 
and and what happens is because their perception could only see external they could not see the internal stuff that was wrong so what jesus was trying to explain to them you know their their perception because what the what they saw stuff they were stuck in their traditions they were stuck in their their um ways of doing things and 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 that's what god is trying to say and get people to see in this hour that we're so stuck we're caught on the external stuff but it is internal that causes things to happen the way they happen and the way that things go um the way that they happen in in this life and what is going on presently right now because what we see now people look at they see the external stuff we see all the stuff that's going on in this world but god is trying to get us to see in the internal stuff which means we have to see stuff externally why things happen the way they do why things are the way they are and it's not just what's out it's within because there are stuff that's inside of people that people don't understand and it's the it's the internal stuff that god is trying to get people to see all the stuff that's going on in society and why racism happened and why things are happening the way they are because a lot of things is that because people's perception has not changed it is not changing and we only people only see it from the external stuff they don't see it from internally what is going on what is really but unless you have god's eyes and god understanding you will not see what is going on and we must get a level of understanding that only comes from god when you become born again and you experience the um truth of god's word and you have the holy spirit on the inside of you will god give you a a real understanding and a change of your perception to be able to see things the way god wants to see it and because sometimes they like the pharisees and the scribes they were doing stuff out of tradition and they were then they didn't realize that it wasn't an external it wasn't an external problem it was an internal problem and because they were so stuck in what they wanted to do they could not see so let's um Let's look at, I'm going to give you some bullet points and some things that you can understand, some more stuff. It says, when you change your perception and start to see things different in God, the way that God looks at things is not from the eyes of the flesh, but the eyes of the spirit. So you got to see things. God doesn't see things because God is not flesh, he's spirit. So when God sees stuff, he sees stuff through um, the eyes of love and God is love. So in, in order for you to be able to see stuff, and perceive stuff you must see it through the eyes and the love of god and god is love so love doesn't see stuff the way um you know god who is love and love is god is that god doesn't see the way we see stuff because he sees it through a different set of eyes and when you come to a different understanding um about what's going on even in your life you start to see things different and you're able to handle them in a place where you respond and not react based on what you see in the natural so even when your perception changes you start to react and respond to stuff differently based on the change of your perception and and there's another uh, point it says you your your thinking is part of your perception because your thoughts will dictate your actions and if you're not led by the spirit of god you know and if you're not led by the spirit of god you'll start to do stuff in the flesh and you and you'll react instead of responding to what's um going on because even i'll give you another story when jesus was uh confronted with the man who had 
a legion of, of demons and he was throwing the man down on the floor and he was flipping out and all this other stuff and they were he was doing all this stuff on the ground and Jesus actually stood there and um and at that point had Jesus not saw it from the spirit and saw it from a different set of eyes he would have reacted and just went after the spirit but he didn't he waited and then he respond based on what he saw, not in the natural, but what he saw in the spirit. He saw it from a different set of eyes, and that's how he was able to cast the demon out. You know, not not based on what he saw in the flesh, but what he saw in the spirit. So that's um, one, one little example. And here's another point. It says, we cannot look at each other desiring the things that they have because they might be living better than you or even or even think that your life is bad or, it's, you know, but it's whatever God has you and where you are. We must see different, different because God blesses us every single day, every single day. It don't matter whether you have a whole lot of money or whatever you have or wherever you are, you know, until you change your perception, you will not progress to where God wants you to be. And. You know, even myself, I had to change a lot about who I was and changing my perception, even, you know, as a as a child and as a kid growing up, you know, I, I had to really start seeing myself different because I used to think really low about myself and and not really think that, you know, I was worthy to to do anything, you know, and I didn't have the ability to do anything. But you know, when I became saved and born again, God started showing me that, you know, the Bible says that I've been, I was beautifully, wonderfully and splendidly made, you know. And I realized now that, you know, I'm, I'm not the same person that I used to be and that um, that I thank God that he's blessed and changed my life. So. um. And and let's look at something else. Let me give you another point. It says, and the things that we go through in life, like say we go through things in life, um, it's not always bad as we think based on the situation where we are. We must come to a level of understanding about the things that God is trying to get our attention. And it's not trying to punish us. We must come to the level of understanding. Sometimes God isn't always, you know, I had to learn for myself personally, like I had to come to a level of understanding of what, what God, what are you trying to get me to understand? What are you trying to get me to understand? And it was not until when I had to come to a level of understanding and ask God, God, what are you trying to get me to understand that I, that I couldn't. Then that's when God started to share with me on how to, you know, to grow and go further, you know, and, you know, even just changing my attitude and changing, you know, my thought process on, you know, how I handle my marriage, how I handle just, you know, my children, how I even handle my finances to a greater level of understanding. And I really didn't um, look at it from that way, but God started really showing me a lot more. And this is going to share with you, um, I wrote about comprehension and comprehension. The definition term for comprehension is the action or ability of understanding something. So once you comprehend, and it's kind of different, when you look at it from the um, kingdom of God, I know we look at it in the English context, which the English context is the action or ability of understanding something. So we look at it from that standpoint when we're reading something. But 
when you look at it from a spiritual um, standpoint, you can see that you get a different level of understanding when it comes to the things of God that goes far beyond what we can gain in, um, as, you know, natural knowledge, you know, and um, getting another definitional term of perception. I'm going to give you an, another breakdown of that one. Um, and, it's, and I'm going to give you this one. It says perception can be defined as our recognition and interpretation of sensory information. So sometimes when you get certain things and you recognize and you get interpretation, which comes from the spirit of God, of the information that is given. So you you must, you know, it gets redefined. It gets it gets a different level of understanding. And you recognize what is the truth. So in in late in it, in a to keep it plain and simple is that you get a, a different level of understanding and you understand what is the truth. And by the Holy Spirit is when you will get um, and the real interpretation and understanding of the information that is given. And and here it is. Here's something else that I'm going to expound a little further. It says we must interpret the spiritual information that we get from God to apply to our life with understanding. So once you get the spiritual information and God starts changing your understanding, you must now. You once you get it, you must now apply it with understanding. So once you apply, you get uh, the Bible says wisdom and knowledge is a principal thing, and with all that getting, get understanding. So once you get understanding, you'll know be able to know how to properly apply the spiritual information that you get from God to your life. So and it says now it says how do we look? How do we respond to information? Is part of our perception. Because the flesh wants to do something without thinking. And again, like I was saying before, um, Jesus was confronted by opposition, but how he handled it was through a different set, through his perception was so different. And he didn't handle it based on um, a natural, based on the natural. He handled it, handled it, was led by God and led by the spirit of God. And I'm going to give you something else too. It says the world processes perception based on awareness of objects, events, based on external, the memory of past events, interpretation, and evaluation, based on external facts as the man's source of information and not seeking the truth about a situation. So a lot of times what's going on, we seek, we become aware through objects and events based on external stuff, and some things based on past events, past evaluations, and interpretations. So going back to again what I was saying before, like now we it's stemic and people are stemming of all this stuff where they're basing stuff on external stuff, past stuff, but now and not really looking for the facts and the truth about a situation. The truth is that you we you cannot handle a situation without God, and without God handling situation, you're just handling a situation based on past events and past situations and you know past. Um, things that have happened, but if God is not in in it, then it's not God led. So God, you know, God can't handle a situation He's not in. So, and if God's in a situation, He's going to show you how to handle it His way and not the way of the flesh. So, um, that that's just something the way that um that we look at it right now with all the things that's going on in in our country and all the things that's going on in the world today is that you know in the world are based on stuff that's external, but as a child of God, you cannot look at stuff. You look at stuff as an external and say, okay, yeah, but what is the internal problem? So you see the external actions, but what is the internal problem? 
So that's that's the thing, because the eternal problem brings the external actions to something because something causes what something external is because of something internal that's going on. So um, that's just something um, to look at something. I'm going to give you something that's called I wrote this down. It's called a perception check, a check in a natural. You know, you just based on description, interpretation and clarification. So it's like describing description, interpretation, and clarification because you need to have those things in place to understand a lot of stuff before you just want to do certain things that you go. Even some things, you know, you have to see it and, and know what's going on. And there are some things that can restrain your um, perception. And I'm going to give you some bullet points. It says, what restrains, what does restrain your perception? Okay, what restrains your perception? Past experiences, education, values, culture, uh, present circum circumstances. These are some of the things that constrain your perception and how you see things. Because you can see stuff based on these three things. Past ex these um, five things, excuse me. Past experiences, education, core values, culture, and your present, situ present circumstance could be one of those things that could put constraints on your perception. And then... A lot of times what people don't have, they have selective perception. And, and what goes on selective perception is another dangerous thing because selective perception is, you know, it's a perception deficit. How the information is processed um, and interpreted. You know, it just, that's what perception deficit is, is how the information is processed and how is it interpreted. This can come from past events or any traumatic experience that has happened in your life. And then here's another one. Therefore, it causes what you see, hear, think about to become distorted. When the information is processed through the brain without proper understanding and deliverance, it will be misinterpreted. So a lot of times people can see stuff. And if it's not properly understood by the Holy Spirit and God gives you proper understanding through the spirit, it will be misinterpreted. And a lot of times it can be distorted based on a traumatic experience or things that people will allow that thing will cause what you see to be distorted without, you know, God delivering you from that. Because sometimes God has to deliver you from that very thing in order for you to be able to see it properly, you know, because of, of what's happening now. People are seeing it through the wrong set of eyes because they are not delivered. You know, you see stuff with you know, distorted eyes. So it's like a distortion of your vision. So when your vision is distorted, you, you can't see properly. And that way you don't really get a clear understanding what is being said, what's happening and what's going on around you. And then there's another one. Your vision could be, it's impaired vision. This is another one. Impaired vision. It will result in hearing loss, reduced visual sight and cognitive impaired understanding. A lot of times when people don't understand it, when your perception is is kind of vague, it's kind of in a spiritual aspect, it'll cause, it'll result in you not really hearing God properly. And that's part when I was saying about perception from the beginning in part one, it says the ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through the senses. So, you know, it's not just being able to see, it's perception is part of what you hear, but when you have impaired perception, it will result in a hearing loss, reduced visual sight, and cognitive impaired understanding. So cognitively, you can't understand what God is saying because it's partially distorted. 
So when it's distorted, you won't really understand what God is really trying to say and what he's trying to get your attention. Because when it's impaired, some things will block you. Sin will block your perception. Sin will block what's going on in your life. And that's why a lot of times we don't understand why sometimes in the body of Christ, why we can't see what God is saying. We can't hear what God is saying because sin in your life that will block and cause you to have impaired perception. It means your perception will part be impaired. Mean you won't, it'll be distorted and you won't really see clearly or hear clearly what God is saying right now, even in this hour. So we have to understand and knowing that we have to be so careful that it's not distorted, that we don't become distorted either and allow certain things to distort our perception and how we see things and how God wants us to see things. And I'm going to give you um, another definition of word when I was talking about cognitive. Now, look with this word cognitive. This is the functioning of or related to a mental process of perception, memory, judgment and reasoning as contrast with emotional and political processes. So we look at the word cognitive. When we look at cognitive, it says functioning or relating to a mental process of perception, memory, judgment, or reasoning. So when we have to use reasoning and we have to allow God to help us to reason. You know, sometimes even when we come together, you know, the Bible says we have, must sit down and reason together, even as people of God, to come to a a mental understanding into a um, judgment about something to solve a solution or a problem. So that takes a lot of cognitive and functioning and that is lacking. Then that, that part of the cognitive will, it causes you to lack or not understand stuff and make proper judgment or understand um, something from a mental um, aspect. And when it comes to that, it says this will lead to a physical dysfunction through the actions of our behavior. Because a lot of times, you know, we do stuff and it'll cause us to do things and lead to physical dysfunctions in our behavior and our actions. So we have to come to a, a level of understanding that these things, because our perception is impaired, because um, the way we see things, the way we see them, it causes us to be um, impaired in our actions. So whether if it's how we handle a present relationship is how we handle stuff in the past, how we've had certain things that has happened that has caused our views to see it in an old light. So when we either have marriage or relationships with our children or just being able to see things different or just even be able to see um, just handling, you know, old things that may come up, things that may have came up in your, you know, present it, we had you handling them the same way as you used to do when you weren't like saved. So and a lot of it, because if we don't have a God understanding, we'll handle it the same way that we always have handled um, every situation. So that's one key point. And then and then there's another one I want to give you guys is uh, visual perception disorder. A visual process or perceptual disorder refers to a hindering and ability of being able to make senses of information taken in through the eyes. Difficulty with visual processing affects how visual information is interpreted or processed by the um the brain. So a lot of times we have which causes us is to be able to make sense of information or figure it out and get a clear understanding. And sometimes through those those processes can cause us to not really understand the word really right or cause us to not understand our brothers and sisters and see things the way God wants us to understand, even in our minds. That's why the Bible says that 
we not to be conformed with this world, but being transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So I'm going to give you some steps in, in closing. We're about to wrap this up. It says the steps to change your perception. You must not allow what others think about you to affect you. You must change the way you view yourself. And, and one of them is this definition. It says self-concept, self an idea of what you believe about yourself. Perception is not just having some things that you look at spiritually, but you must look at the things in your natural life as well and evaluate them um, according to the word of God. And it's so important that we must evaluate the things in our lives. And I'm going to share um, a passage of scripture with you guys in closing. And this is from the book of Proverbs, chapter 2, verse 1. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, so that your ears is attentive to skillfully and godly wisdom, apply your heart to understanding and seeking it continuously and strive for it eagerly. So what God wants us to understand just in that verse, and it talks about wisdom, and it talks about applying the word and applying it to your heart with understanding. So that you really get some really insight and understanding to what God is saying for your life. And, and I'm going to read one more scripture in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13 and um, 14. And I read Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 through 2. I'm reading them both out of the Amplified Version of the Bible. Happy and blessed, considered fortunate to be admired, is the man who finds skillful and godly wisdom and the man who gains understanding and insight learning from god's word and life experiences for wisdom profits better than profit of silver and her gain is better than fine gold so gaining wisdom is so much better and getting an understanding and it says a man who gains understanding and insight and learning from god's word and life experience so it's just some things that as i share with you in closing that you can gain from God's word and applying them, you'll get a better understanding. And I just want to close this out in this chapter in this uh this series in part three of Kingdom Perception. And if you want to tune in and um follow us on um Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. So thank you for tuning in to us and on Kingdom Cast. And we just want to say God bless you and say that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless.